Ooh. <sighs> nope. It's not alcohol. It's sparkling water. It is. We're a couple of healthy boys. Healthy LA cucks we are. Yes, we are. I just went to the gym. Finally. Went I went to the gym, you did. Can you repeat and everything muscles, I say? You will grow. <laughs> He's my personal trainer, man. <laughs> yeah. Seven reps you must do. Mm, God, you have gotten. <laughs> yeah, no, I went to the gym for the first time this year because I got a membership for New Year's. Mm, $39.99 a month. <laughs> And, uh, Take I, off ten dollars. I will if you recommend someone and they join as well. <laughs> it's fucking Yoda's gym <laughs> as a gym manager. <laughs> it's like a shitty gym manager. He I, uh, manages stepdads named Jim. He needs yeah, to do he, a better he's a, job. He's a personal manager for stepdads. That's all I'm Jim. saying. I'm yeah, kidding, he, mom. I know you're gonna listen to that and your feelings are gonna be hurt. She still listens. Oh yeah, she listens to every episode. My mom does too. Hey mom. Hey mom. What's up? I really wish you wouldn't listen to these. I always, but say she that to explains my mom. it because I, I'm, I'm, I'm bad at communicating. Uh, she explains it as like I just get to hear your voice. Exact same thing. My mom's yeah. like, well, you know, you ignore a lot of my text messages and <laughs> yep. stuff like that. So it's. Like, I'm a lot worse. If your mom knew how the span of time my mom sometimes goes through because I'm a bad boy, um, she would, she would be begging for for the way you text her again. If, I still if I call my mom multiple times a week. Still, I'm bad. I don't do that. And and I and I I need to do that. I do text her here and there. Like I well, guys, the thing I'll go through. Like there there are some weeks where I'm busy and I just don't really talk to my parents. It's mainly I don't talk to my dad as much. Sometimes uh, I'll go like a week or two or three without even talking to my dad on the phone at all. Um, but he never seems to like be upset about it. I think he kind of gets it. And yeah. My mom though. Um, I get it. She's she's all lonesome and, and bored. So, yeah, my dad's the same way. Her and my like, sister. He's, st he's still like my my stepmom will text me and be like, "Hey, could you please give us a call soon? It's been a while." I'm like, "Fuck!" Like yeah. not like "fuck." I have to call him. It's like "fuck." I fucked up. I'm shitty. No, same. I know. Cause um, my well, okay. If I don't respond to my sister, I I don't have proof of this, but I'm I'm pretty certain if I don't <laughs> respond to my sister, she'll go and tell my mom. And my mom would be like, he didn't respond to me either. Your, your sister strikes me as a mama's girl tattletale. <laughs> yeah, she... I, I'll frequently find things out. Uh, like, she sound, like it sounds like like from what I've listened to, there there are constant occasions where your sister will go to your, go to your mom about you in some way. Oh, I'll tell my sister something, <laughs> and then my mom will bring it up to me, and I'll be like, what? I didn't tell you that. She's like, oh, it's, Samantha told me. And I'm like... Oh. Okay, it's 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 that sibling trust, that bond that never breaks. Uh, yeah, never breaks. <laughs> it's never anything like serious or like of course, extreme. But it's, it's still just, just kind of like, like little oh. things. It's like, oh, she told you that. Okay. If my sister knew the things my mom told me about her, <laughs> that's that's another can of worms. If she knew the things your mom told me about her, what the what are you talking about? Are you talking to my mom regularly? I mean, not regularly, but you know, on occasion. That's weird. Okay. Your mom actually uh, posted on my Facebook wall recently, which I don't use anymore. Yeah, I, do, I changed my, did you see I changed my profile picture again on Facebook? <laughs> Wait, again to what? Uh, no, it was to the me Oh, the, did, did the really, like, the mustache? The face app picture? Yeah. Holy shit. Um, I, I, so. So we have Facebook profiles, you know, from like way back in the day that we never use Back ever in anymore. like high school. No. Yeah. 
I del- I think it was still back in high school. I remember deleting Facebook after a breakup because I was like I because I'm I was the type of person back then because you're young, you're filled with um, emotion. It's everything's the end of the world, and so it was uh, my first relationship. I was in college, and so I deleted Facebook so as to like try to erase all. Sorry, I was in high school. The bad I, memories. I deleted Facebook to erase all just kind of like anything. I didn't want to see their face. I didn't want to see uh, them liking anything. What was his name? <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotcha. Dale. Think you're funny? Some of the comments say otherwise, but I generally like to think that I, <laughs> I generally like the theme that think that I'm somewhat humorous you at are. times. You're very funny, funnier than me. I think you're funny too. I don't think I don't think I'm funnier than you. But I think you're <laughs> way eons funnier than me. I think you're more consistent than I am. That's not true at all. Mm. I feel the exact opposite. Maybe we're both just insecure. That's probably and it. We're both funny. Yeah. Or neither of us are funny. That's a possibility too. Looks at looks at screen as the viewers are watching. We're talking to you. <laughs> yeah, you guys have bad taste. But what are you saying about we're saying Facebook? So well, if well, if you continue to watch something you don't like, then you have bad taste. Yeah, would, yeah, because okay, <laughs> that I, means I that you just you enjoy bad. You like like watching bad stuff for some reason. Yeah, but not in like a fun way. No, like I, when we watch bad stuff, it's definitely like for funs and giggles. Um, but my my like Delta farce. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> I was. So, yeah, I don't use my Facebook anymore. I'll log on maybe like once a month just to like see if I have any notifications, which I do. And they're always just like, uh, your friend you barely talked to in high school just posted for the first time in a while. Go check it out. Or like it's more reminding me to stay connected than actual people doing anything. Yeah, it's just like, it's, it's like it's just like that. It's like someone posted on this page you follow. And it's like, I don't I don't care. I liked Facebook when it was more kind of like a nice close group knit of people like friends that you've kind of garnered or like acquaintances you garnered seeing like photos seeing like their status i remember statuses were a big thing statuses oh you post on someone's wall yeah remember that yeah but now it seems to be more just kind of like a a a tumbler with your family yeah it's just like people post videos people post i'm I'm gonna share uh, just sharing now like my grandmother shares stuff all the time (laughs) and i and i sometimes i'll go and check her profile because it's always just kind of like it'll get political and then it'll just kind of just be like a cute dog or a cat. You're, you're, so your mom posted on my wall, though, uh, a, a video of a man being reunited with his cat after seven years. And she said, don't, <laughs> she don't, means don't. Well, no, she means so well. It's she, very sweet. Everything she does is with good intentions. And actually, I don't think I've addressed this on the podcast yet because I don't think we've recorded one since I've officially announced this. Yeah. Uh, well, bad, bad, sad news, guys. My good, my good little boy, Banana, uh, is no longer with us. Very, very rough month for me since that, that happened, but, uh, he, he disappeared, uh, at the beginning of January and never came home. So, that's I, all, that's all I really got to say about that. He was, he was chasing the big mice and red sky. laser in the sky. And the thing is, uh, I, I know, but there is a possibility he isn't dead, but it's been about two months now and he hasn't come home and it's coyote yeah. season. Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, make assumptions, but I, I think it's safe to say that, you know, that book is closed. And if it reopens, it does. But for now, it's closed, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I just can't. I, I need I, I need like closure for myself. So yeah. I had to, you know. I don't want to keep talking about this though. It's gonna make me choke up like a little like a little bitch. 
Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was getting kind of uh, nervous. I was like, oh no, he's gonna start getting emotional. It's gonna start crying. It's gonna be awkward. But dude, I hope that I hope um, this experience, like, it doesn't. uh, I I hope you're not afraid to adopt uh, cats in the future. Absolutely, because because it's very important. Like, there's a lot of cats that need a home, and banana, like was a very fat, well-fed dude. And he wouldn't have started out as a little any, stray in Culver City. And, and he wouldn't have been that way if like, he wasn't adopted. So it's yeah. like, I always think like, you know. He was sometimes, an asshole. Yes. Oh, uh, <laughs> like he was but he, definitely he was an my asshole. asshole. <clears throat> exactly. You know, he was our asshole for a while when yeah. we lived together. He, uh, he, he did put up with Uncle Ryan quite a bit until the bitter end yeah. because uh the last time i tried to pick him up he he got really mad at he me. got real mad yeah <clears throat> he got you were like hey he, buddy remember me he picked him <laughs> up and he, he was not happy because usually but, i could go pet him or something but he tenses up and like yeah. gets his neck he, he didn't like visitors that much but he doesn't he never hissed at me randomly yeah hissed but, tucker a lot he hated tucker yeah well for well, good reason tucker would, tucker would, would fuck antagonize with him. him a lot yeah um but banana had a wonderful life uh very fantastic life and i'm i'm very happy that uh, I was able to give him a very happy life, uh, well-fed, spoiled, sweet, sweet little, sweet little life. And, big old uh, fat, big yeah. old fat boy. And you know what? If he is still alive, I hope wherever he is, he's happy. Maybe some other family just, just I don't think so. I don't think anyone would be able to get banana. He's probably chilling on his throne. And in, in on top of a thing of garbage. You know, I'm going to look real stupid if one day he just walks back through the cat door like three months from now. And I'm going to have to be like, guys, Banana's actually not dead. Honestly, I would love that. Except that, he has a great set of tits now. A beautiful set of tits. Yeah, he had beautiful <laughs> implants put on. But I would like, I would I would definitely, uh, you know, I want that. But of I, course. I, it's it's hard to keep hoping. It's, for always, it's always the whole, f- uh, when you lose someone, you... Even with with pets, with friends, regardless, it's like when you lose something, you you yearn for that feeling of either coming home to them because yeah. it feels a little more full, or it's lonesome at night. Just their presence, just walk like you know you hear it's it's like a it's a stereotype at this point, right? Where it's like ah, I just I just always like look at the door and it's like ah, I could see them walking right through. Well, that's how I feel because I'd always hear them come through the cat door. Yeah, and I'll be in the kitchen like late at night by myself, and I'll look at the cat door and I'm like ah, fuck, I just want to hear it open. I just want to see them come through, but. It's a, uh, that's life, I guess, is what it is. And I'm very thankful for all the time I got with him. And I'm thankful for everyone that did beautiful fan art throughout the years and sent him gifts. Um, he loved everything um, and played with everything you guys sent. Um, and I'm, I'm really appreciative that he got a life that so many people could watch and enjoy. And uh, I guess that's all I got to say about that. Rest in peace, buddy. You can still still go see his cute fucking face. Yeah, that's. Matt's, I'm glad like, that it's documented. We can go and a slamming him into a door on a uh, in a vlog. Yeah, you put him in a bag and slamming <laughs> him against a wall. Yeah, that's not real, guys. For the people that Shh, no, don't break. The sorry, illusion. I don't want to break the. Sorry, I don't. <laughs> but yeah, back. Let me get back to Facebook. What I was saying is Facebook. Um, I I I really want to delete my Facebook, but they kind of. Gotch, got got me with that thing where it's like now you use Facebook to sign into a lot of really it's connected random to a things. bunch of bullshit accounts where it's like I don't want to put my email with this or yeah whatever. it's like oh it's easy just to click sign in Facebook I'm yeah. pretty sure my Spotify's through Facebook I'm like I don't want to I just want to like I just don't want Facebook anymore and um I don't use it but I remember like some some viewer some viewers went through once and just like got all my old like pictures from middle school and high school and like posted them and I was like come back on. before you privated your yeah and page. I was like don't don't be uncool. Just 
That isn't that was an interesting turn. Just let where me I live my like, life. Where I felt like I had to turn my Facebook private. Yeah. It was of course immediately um kind of I think after I I met Mark, but it's like a very stark difference. Like before it's just no one gave a shit. No one was searching for me unless I went to school with them or something. Yeah. And then when you enter the scope of YouTube, people uh, tend to latch themselves on to some of the stuff that you don't understand. One of that stuff is like, I like, I still like, I don't know if you have it, but I still am just kind of like, oh, wow, people like the content or that I make, regardless of it. No, it's, it's, a, it's, it's still bewildering. A podcast me. or a sketch. I'll, I'll have, you know, like the, that, uh, those classic moments where you're laying awake in the middle of the night and your brain, for some reason, always wants to go to uh, anxiety thoughts. It's yeah. always like, I, I just get this guilt where I'm like, why, why the fuck do people watch me? Like, I don't, I don't find myself funny. I, there's so many other talented people out there that are funny. Well, it comes down to like, I wouldn't watch me. And I compare myself to all these other creators I know that are like legitimately funny. And I'm like, fuck, well, like, why are people following me? Like, I don't deserve this and it's not going to last. It's going to go away because people are going to realize I'm not funny. Well, you're right. Like One day that will come. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's inevitable. And I think that's going into it that's something we've always known is like you know one day we won't be relevant anymore that's okay because in, in a way that, that y'all are relevant now <laughs> that's that's not bad i think becoming irrelevant no because it there, there will be a day i guess one day where we return to kind of like we're also not in the general sphere of people's knowledge i think i yeah. don't think the average person knows our names our existence or anything like that yeah not the old average joe but uh a lot of people our agent online knows who Jack Septicai is. Yeah, of course, dude. And maybe I don't know. He was on a dude. Your average show knows Markiplier. He was dude, on Larry King. He was multiple on Larry. times. He was he, on. Here's the he was thing. on Seth Meyers. It's because I know these people where I can't put myself in the mind of kind of like a stranger to them in the general public. Yeah, yeah. Like when I see when I see Finn Wolfhard in a movie trailer, it just it's like weird, you know. <laughs> I was gonna go see a movie. No, I was seeing a movie and I was about to go into theater and, you know, you're about to turn your cell phone off and shit. And I got a I got a text from him and he's like, hey, man, uh, do you want to play Call of Duty? And I was just kind of like I was like I just had to wrap my head around it just because um, it's such a weird thing that like I know all of these people who are successful in their own right. Um, and they're so just kind of like closely knit through YouTube like uh, Finn does do live streams with his brother sometimes, but like he he generally is known for net from Netflix and film. Yeah, I mean, like and so, he's, but he's how that for... intersects into YouTube is still just crazy because it 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 never works out predictably. Um, for example, like Lily Singh, she did a talk show, and I don't feel like it's gotten a lot of critical claim. She did. A talk show? She has one. She does. She still. She. I think it may might have been renewed for season two. They I put. Some, they I put her in the. From it. They put her in the graveyard time slot too, just because she's a new show. They don't even film in the NBC studio. They film in like a separate thing. Her garage, probably. <laughs> like a set. I think it's near where uh, Buzzfeed is filmed. Where they where film is it. Buzz, is Buzzfeed in Hollywood? I think so. I've, I've driven there. past their office before. It, it's just it's it's like a glass box. You can just see inside, like all the people at their desks. And yeah. I'm like, wow, all those people are just writing nonsense right now. Well, it's like you'll you'll you see kind of certain YouTubers be, being accepted by the general public, and then I'm like, oh, YouTubers are being accepted by the general public. But then when they step out into 
what has been dictated as a certain type of mainstream medium, like her live show. It's still or her live show, her um, talk show, late night show. Yeah, it just fails. It like falls flat on. That's its really head. interesting to me. Yeah, how I I, I think that could also be because of the quality and yeah, the, you know all that. Because I, I feel confident enough in our abilities, at least, that I think if you and I made something beyond YouTube, whether it was a pilot or something. We would be able to break free from the like, oh, YouTubers make a TV pilot. Like, because I, I feel like, because from our start, you know, I just make something I was I, I was happy with. Exactly. I don't want to make something that makes money. I don't want to make some. Well, I mean, of course, I want to make something that makes money, but I don't, that's not my main. My main thing is I want something that I can feel. I want to say at, at one point I stepped out and I did this thing, and regardless of uh, the the critic acclaim, I guess I did it. Like I don't want. That's an achievement in of itself. Yes, but. I would still care about the quality of the product. Like, it's not just to say that I created a TV show at the same time, but I it's think, like, I think it's an important project sometimes that, well, it's important. Sorry, let me rephrase that. It's important sometimes to take on these projects um, because like with you, with music videos, you put yourself out of your comfort zone where you normally um, have more, you, you know, you're working with people that you're familiar with, with me, with people that you're not, you're not, you don't have to really, I guess, kind of impress in a way. But when you're doing music videos, it is more of it is definitely a hangout session. But you also have you have more of I, I feel like when you're directing, you have more of a like there's more going on in your mind. You have to keep track of more stuff because you're you're keeping track of like the actors that you that you hired to come. You, you're thinking of uh, it's stressful. The, uh, the the talent itself. You're thinking of the choreography. You're thinking of uh, the cameraman. And I'm still every, so new everyone it, yeah. it's like everyone has to be pleased. Whereas if you and I are just shooting a sketch. You and I just have to be in a good mood. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, directing music videos is is really fun um, and creatively fulfilling for sure, but it's it's uh, stressful. It's, and also, the back end of creating music videos can be so much fucking work yeah. has to go into it. And I, I have several still that aren't out yet for uh, clearances with like uh, Sony and stuff. We're talk. It's a whole thing. A lot of shit has to go on behind the scenes. You can't just make a music video and drop it. You have to. <laughs> Talk to lawyers and uh, agents and stuff like that. This has to be here. Is this okay? But like stuff like that. So that's why there hasn't been that much stuff on Lazy Eye, but there's more coming. But still go check it out. Lazy Eye on Instagram, Twitter, LazyEye.com, and YouTube. And at Lazy Eye on everything. Yeah. Uh, it's in the sidebar on our it's channel. It's also in your bio, I think, right? Yeah, it's in my bio. Yeah. Um, I do that with uh, those, those Tucker boys. Um, but I feel like what's most important to me in creating something is because I'll break it down to an even like deeper level. People want money because money brings you happiness, right? Mm -hmm. Or that's that's the that's the general thought. That's the general thought yeah. about money. So it's like if we're gonna make a TV show and it makes lots of money, that would bring us happiness. What brings me a bigger happiness than money is making something that I feel really passionately proud about. Like this is good, and that brings me a lot more happiness than money would. So I think that when I make something, it's more important to achieve that feeling than achieve like oh it's making a lot of money yeah you know like well of course money's nice everyone loves money but and like not even a, like personal accomplishments is like because the music video thing it is big in scope and it's a lot to pull off and people might be like well i couldn't step out it's something well, as I'm small it, it, it can be something as small as getting a new hobby it yeah could, you could it like there there's so many different levels but i think it's important um for you to find i guess what personally fulfills you uh, because otherwise you'll just kind of be in that nine to five headspace. Well, with regardless to whether you're working a nine to five job, you start to, your days start to progress in more of a spin 
they, they progress in kind of like this fog where because you're doing all these actions over and over again, waking up at the same time, going to the same place, doing the same things over and over again. I feel like it's a good catalyst it, for depression. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 I feel like that makes time go by faster because you're just, at least for me, it does. If I'm ever in that things, fog. Things do blur together. Day, yeah. Days begin to just kind of blur together. Yep. And, and, so, and that's why it's important to get hobbies and stuff. You know? Well, that's why like, it's everyone needs hobbies yeah even more than hobbies like uh if you if you have a passion go after it you know maybe not give up everything in pursuit of it because you have to judge life as as it's handed to you but if you have a passion work on it from afar do stuff that like if you have a passion for acting like fucking join a like go into like a there's a small theater group probably nearby that you could try to join yeah and usually those people regardless of the hierarchies that are a part of every uh group there 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 are like friendships to make and there are like bonds to have i guess what what i a way i would look at it is um at the end of your life looking back if if you were asked did you do like all of the stuff that you wanted to do and could have done uh like i have a very specific vision of myself in my head of what i what would what's the best version of of how i want to be Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like i want to be able to at the end of my life look back and be like i i at least partially achieved that you know so it's like think about the person you want to be and then just make small steps to do that because you will be happier it's just it's not easy you know and life gets in the way but Gotta try. Gotta try yeah. a little bit. And uh don't put yourself down if if you are in a creative rut or just in a in a in a in a down rut because it's I'm not it's like it always passes, but it uh it's just uh if if you start owning the mentality that this is all life can be, you're gonna not really see the cracks that put you can break box. through. Yeah. To to be happier, you know, whatever. Like so one of those things for me that I know is obvious is uh smoking. It's like that is something that I see it would make me happier if I quit and all this other stuff. And it's just kind of like I just need to get there. Um and I struggle with it all the time. Yeah. But I I, I as long as I can still like see it, like, oh, I, I, as long as I can still have like days where I'll like go without them and I'll be proud of myself a little bit, yeah. I, I'm still working. Small steps, man. In terms of whatever, but yeah, these, these lungs still fill with ash, baby. Oh yeah. It's patchy on the back. <laughs> that would be terrifying. You know what would convince, uh, you know, what I actually think would convince you to stop smoking what we should do. Go take pictures of my lungs. Let's go. We should go to a lung doctor and have them well, do an X-ray. Well, I told Justin that the next time I win a solo Victor Royale in Fortnite, I will quit smoking. Really? Yeah. Would you want to, would you go to the doctor with me to get X-rays taken? Sure. Would you really? I don't know what it has to do with Fortnite, but okay. No, I, I like, like to see your lungs. <laughs> oh yeah, I would. Would you? Yeah. I think that might, I, that's probably a, definitely a big kick in the pants to quit. I, I would imagine you'd be like, uh oh. Yeah, I need to. I'm I'm fucking almost. The best thing about smoking is you can't see the damage it's doing. You know, you can only feel the wonderful tingles that it creates. The wonderful tingles of nicotine. I'm nicotine's addictive as fuck, man. Yeah, it is, baby. Yeah, baby. I I was hard on that fucking jewel. You remember how much I jeweled? Oh yeah. And it made me break out in acne. It gave me horrible, dude. When I would drop it and then pick it up again and then drop it and then pick it up again, uh, the habit, not the actual jewel. Um. I remember I would notice 
because I would go long periods of time without nicotine, like a couple weeks without drooling. And then I do it heavy for a couple weeks. And I always noticed immediately after starting again, my general anxiety, like, you know, the type of anxiety that feels like a buzz in your stomach and you're trying to figure out why you're anxious. Like you're like, there's gotta be some, some reason I'm anxious. Like something I'm, that's yeah, under me, my it's mind. It's like a very fast fluttering of the yes. heart and you feel weak. You're just yes. like, why do I feel? And you don't feel happy. You feel like you're just like on the precipice of about to go down on a, you're not taking the plunge on a roller exactly. coaster, but it's the precipice of like, oh, you know, something's coming, but you don't know what It's like an impending is. doom feeling. Yeah. Coming. And uh, I noticed that when I would do nicotine, uh, that would just suddenly be so horrible all day, every day. And then when I quit, that would go away. So it, it, quitting nicotine was really good for my, and I did, uh, I had, a, I had, a, I remember, of course, because we had that podcast episode called We Quit Smoking way back in the day when <laughs> we did. Uh, we did. But then of course, for a bit. I know exactly what happened. The first downfall was we were, we were like, oh, when, was we, it go Japan? To, when we go to Japan, oh, it was you know, Japan. we're on vacation. We can, you know, we can smoke cigarettes on vacation because it's vacation. And then, of course, Japan was the downfall. It was the downfall because it's like, I remember we got back and you're like, well, you know, I still got half a pack. I'm just going to finish this pack. And then, then, you know, oh, this pack's almost done. Ah, just one more pack. Yep. One, one more so I can have one last full pack in LA. I, and then I have that and I'm like, oh, it's, 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 it's. Thursday. How about I quit on Monday? Yeah, it's like I'll and start I the myself, week fresh. Yep. yep. And then it gets to Monday. Like you Those get you get through things. Monday, and then you get you come to Tuesday, and you're like, oh, I'm I'm starting. I'm start. You know, I haven't smoked. I'm great. Things are good. And all of a sudden, you'll just kind of eat a lot, and you'll be like, oh, someone smokes on a movie screen. You'll be like, that was a big one for me. <clears throat> was I found myself like subconsciously, if I'm watching a movie and I have my jewel, when someone would be smoking, I'd suddenly be like, oh, I'm hating this without even thinking about it. And yeah. jewel, and I definitely. You know, well, you're free of nicotine. Now. I am fully free of nicotine now. I have not jeweled. I can't remember the last time I jeweled or did nicotine. And it feels great. Um, I have more energy throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, and it's easier to wake up. But um, I mean, the last time I jeweled was uh, Christmas. Uh, my brother-in-law had a jewel and I, I ripped it. And I took a fucking, I took a picture on a moped where I was ripping it. And people didn't like that. They're like, he's lying to us. He's jeweling again. Well, but I, I think I'm some fully... people miss miss like of course like not everyone's gonna watch every video we do. So when we say that we quit, and all of a sudden it's like we're just doing it again. Yeah, like, they don't get the in between of like some of the podcasts where we're like fuck, I'm back. And on it, it is a struggle. It's an addiction. <clears throat> so yeah, we're only human. We're still no excuse to be a little bitch and keep smoking though. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking to myself and, and anyone who smokes, motherfuckers. Well, I really I love reading comments from people saying that like. I think a big motivation is, you know, seeing comments from people that say, like, you guys inspired me to quit smoking. Pe some people, years. yeah, I know. And I hate that. And, 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 and I feel bad. And I feel guilty because, like, they made that move. Because and I started you, to and make And you kept move. smoking. Yeah. I mean, use that as motivation. Like, you know, like, I think that's a, that's a great motivator. Like, and I think that Fortnite dub is the better motivator. Yeah, that's the best. Not the picture of your lungs, not the, just no. the Fortnite dub. Yeah. You know what's an even better I mean, I made I made Justin the Fortnite promise. That, dude, if you made Justin the Fortnite promise, I can't go back you on that. Can't break. The mo that like, here's the thing, though. You know what that means? I'm quitting, like probably within a month. Right. Here's the thing, man. Because I'm gonna get that dub. You're gonna get that dub. You you will. And the truth about addiction is, if you tell yourself, "Oh, I'm going to quit on this date," it's not gonna happen. Yeah. You have to quit immediately the moment i get that dub there's no better moment to quit than right now it's like you have to just be like nope no i'm throwing the rest of the cigarettes away that's it i'm done and then just go from there because you're never going to be ready if you're addicted to something you're never gonna be ready to not be addicted you imagine me i'm in second place and i'm like 
fuck, 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 fuck. And all of a sudden I'm like, I just like, just drop the controller on the ground. I'm like, oops. oops. Ah, man, that was stressful. I need a cigarette. <laughs> I almost yeah. got one. So stressful. I guess another cigarette will calm me. How do you, I mean, you don't have to answer this. How many do you smoke a day on average? Um, let me, let me, let me think. Like, are you like a pack a day or half a pack a day? I'd say honestly anywhere between five and ten. Five and ten cigarettes? Yeah. That's a lot. That's so that's like a fourth to half a pack a day. Yep. My grandpa, um, who I never met because he passed away before I was born, but he started smoking at like twelve. And um he smoked his whole life and I think he would smoke like three packs a day. That's sixty cigarettes a day. He'd wake up. That like, sounds gross to me. He's one of the types of people that you know. Because I don't, I don't, I don't do necessarily it. enjoy smoking a cigarette. I mean, there are things that I like about it, but like every time I'm smoking, I do kind of like get this kind of like gagginess to me. Cigarettes like, are disgusting. Ugh. They taste awful, man. And, and some you people smell, tell me, and you feel and smell gross afterwards. I know too. somebody that smokes cigarettes, but they don't inhale it. They just have it in their mouth like a cigar and they're like I just like the taste I'm that's like disgusting. no you don't that's, yeah, disgusting. I, I, that's disgusting I feel like they do it because it looks cool like you don't want to I mean smoking a cigarette looks pretty cool right like yeah but smokers know when someone's not inhaling well okay you know what I mean like like now I used to like, smoke cigarettes with him and <clears throat> uh, you know I was like I would inhale and then only later I find out he didn't inhale and I was like so I've been the only one smoking this whole time actually and like giving myself a worse nicotine addiction you can tell when someone, because like in movies, like if someone's not a smoker and they don't want to smoke, it's in a it's in an old Louis episode. I you uh, can see the cloud is different if they there's, inhale it. In a Louis episode, someone's smoking. She's just going. <laughs> essentially, it's just. <laughs> what I hate because I, I don't I don't feel like when people smoke they they, I mean they don't have enough time to just like put it in their lungs and then blow it out like that. You can tell when someone's like actually like. <laughs> You know what I hate? This is this talk is making me want a cigarette. Too bad you're not having and, any. No, I know I'm not. And and if it if it made anyone else want a cigarette, sorry, we're not. Don't do it. We're not doing it. Please don't, don't. do it. it. Use here's what I was told this once about addiction, and this is really I think a really great way to frame it. Let's say you quit smoking and you really really fucking want a cigarette so bad, and you're fighting that urge, and you know it will pass. Like you know, yeah. Every time that urge happens and you fight it off that was some of that was part of that was some of the addiction leaving you you know because like you won you beat it you beat that little chunk of the addiction you know clawing at your back and and once you get past that it's like all right it's never going to be it's not next one won't be as bad because that was part of that addiction leaving my body yeah and i and i i won i i mentally progressed in my healing path of addiction you know and that, that goes for all addictions not just like you know porn alcohol drugs Porn epic. Porn is epic. Naked people are nice. We're the only species that watches videos of... We're the only species that can make videos. We're, we're the only species that watches <laughs> others have sex for our own We're the pleasure. only species that make, watches videos. Do you we're the only species Think that watches about it. YouTube? It's crazy. <laughs> Mind blown. Porn is a really Just like y'all's thing. minds will be... Sh- stop about pornography. Oh, Just sorry. like y'all's minds will be blown by these, these ad reads. reads. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. 
But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Woo! Oh my God. That didn't smell like anything at all. Yep. Can you believe it? How can that be, Matt? Ryan, there's an amazing new supplement. It's a little pill you can take and it won't make your farts smell like anything. They'll just smell like, like neutral air. No, I can't believe it. Come on, give me another one. Yeah, sniff that shit. Nothing. Yep. What the, one more. Holy shit. Yep. Now, this this has to cost a, a fortune, right? Actually, Ryan, it's Toot Zero, the newest supplement on the market. 60 pills in one bottle for only $14.99. For only $14.99? $14.99. And if you put in code Super Mega Farts, you'll get 60% off your first order. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So go to go to tootzero.com slash Super Mega Farts and uh, go get yourselves a bottle of these pills. There are some side effects that we... Uh, legally you're not allowed to mention yeah. on the podcast but you can do the research yourself um, it's, they're not good but so please remember use code super mega farts at tootzero.com oh <laughs> mm. <laughs> that was so stupid so hey guys so uh, if if that was any indication uh Fuck the serious parts of this podcast. It's it's goofy time. Hey, classic super mega fashion. Talk about <laughs> some real deep serious shit, and then immediately go straight into talking about farts and funny poo poo. It's know? great. It's it's our staple. That's, that's our style, man. That is our style. That's our staple, right? Yeah, that's what you just said, and I just repeated it. It's okay. Your hair looks wild right now, dude. Because I took your, my hat off. Your hair's looking great, man. It's it's getting long, so I have to. It's getting in that awkward stage of. Not, it's not long, long, but it's getting. It's growing. Yeah. It's getting in that stage where I have to wear hats and beanies or else I look like a fucking doofus from medieval times. I am so, uh, I, I love that that was a an era of Super Mega, the bald era, where we both fully shaved <laughs> Very our Very short period of Very time. Very short period of time. But um, for everyone that got to be a part of that and why, like, you're witnessing an era right now that we'll all look back on one day where we... We shaved our heads and both of us shaved our Houston, heads. Houston, right? Yeah, yeah. Houston. We shaved them bald on stage. The second show, first show. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Never mind. Because yeah, yeah. we were like, God damn, why didn't we do that for the last show? <laughs> yeah, of the I tour? know. And then the rest of the tour, we're fucking bald as shit. And think, think about it. these people that that buy a meet and greet ticket because they're so excited to like finally meet us and take a picture, and they they didn't see the news and they just see these two bald fucks, <laughs> and we looked bad bald i like at the time i rationalized it to myself but i go back i look at the pictures and i'm like jesus christ i you looked all right i, well, I got horrible. mine I'm, i got mine cleaned up at a sports clips nearby i didn't i i just uh i was just like it's i have to get it even because if i'm gonna start growing it out it gotta i just gotta jackson's cousin shaved my head yes because uh, after you the had last to have show. it shaved again yeah after the last show but the worst part was there was one little part in the front that she kind of missed so it grew 
did. So I had to try to shave myself, but then it was uneven. It was, whew. but our hair's back now. Like I could say our hair is fully normal. Again. Oh yeah. Like, like my, it's not as long as it was before. Cause remember I, I swoop it over and then it comes down. I'm gonna have to grow it a little longer for that. But I would say that both of us, our hair is back to a normal length. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's nice. definitely, I mean, my hair's, you typically, I'd say for the most part in the beginning of super mega, at least been shorter than it is now. Yeah. And my, I've definitely had shorter hair too. Uh, I'm trying to like, just let my hair kind of just grow out and get messy. Same. Like that's a good, it's a good Same style. baby. I used to really care about like doing it up just right, but it's, eh, fuck it. I just let it do what it does. It's the, it's, it's the, I don't care look. That, Except for me, it's the hat head look. Your, you always think your hair looks bad when it really doesn't. Thanks man. Your hair is just, it, it has so much volume, dude. Really? Yes. Your hair, Ryan, you've seen my thin ass hair, bro. I it's like a, it. It's nice. Oh, thank you. Looks very I actually, soft and nice I, to the touch. I, I, It is very soft. I think that shaving my head was actually good because I've noticed my hair has come back uh, more full than it, it was. I don't know why, but my hair grew back like fuller, a little bit thicker, and actually a little bit darker. It, it's I think it's darker than it used to be. Um, I, it looks it looks darker. And but it, also, it just feels also, healthier when I run my hand through it. did like bleach your hair essentially – uh, one time and it was just lighter for a long time. Yeah. And actually I, in a way it felt good to just kind of like reset my head and fully, I, if I had known reset it, set my head, I mean, we did, we reset our heads, bro. <laughs> if I had known that it would take uh four months to grow back to a decent state, I probably wouldn't have done it, but you know what? I was in solidarity with my bro. That clips online. If you guys want to go find it, someone, someone filmed it and posted it. Uh, it, it was, it was wild. It's when we shaved our heads on stage. Actually, if we have the audio, Hold on a second. I would like to, I want to put some live shows on Patreon because I just found the files. And if we have the one for Houston, I'll, I'll can cut that up and put it on Patreon with the, uh, the intro and everything. What I'm most excited about for putting the live shows on Patreon is everyone uh, on there can see the actual intro that we, and all the videos that we worked uh, so hard on for yeah. the show. Cause the last, the Texas tour was definitely, uh, the most cohesive cause we had, we had like a lot of, a lot of bits that, uh, were recurring throughout. Is everything okay? I, if that was completely unexpected, then we I just knocked off a piece on the Super Mega 2020 bingo set. What? I don't know. This thing on our subreddit. The bingo? Yeah. Did you just knock one off? Maybe. It says something completely unexpected. So if, if the person who made the bingo board was expecting a fart, then I guess they can't knock it off. Well, also, like, you got me because... You were looking at your phone and you looked really tense. I think for and that they wanted like something grand, like something, oh, something that we're a not movie. Expecting. But <laughs> that counts. That counts. I, I think it counts. I'm making as as <laughs> as co-founder of Super Mega that I'm making the executive decision that that counts to the bingo board. We've actually been hitting that bingo board real hard, not, like, not Wait, even intentionally. The <sighs> what? This also says I want to see if we can knock off another one. Somebody made a bingo board on the Super Mega subreddit for 2020. Uh, and we've just been kind of knocking pieces off. I know. There's some on there I don't think are going to happen at all this year, though. Maybe. Ryan or Matt get nude for some reason. Haven't we been nude again or not completely nude this year? Not fully nude in a video. Uh, but If we do it on the podcast, does it count? No. They're, 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 like, well, I'm still thinking that's something completely unexpected. What I did, like... Two minutes ago. Well, you scared whatever. me. I thought something was wrong because you were looking very like stern at your phone and then you slowly looked up at me and I was like, what? What's wrong? That's why I asked. I was like, everything okay? Yeah. Well, I think that's all we can knock off here, but mm -hmm. I just thought I'd cheat. Also, uh, 
drunk drawing and mailroom have made it back in action, baby. And drunk drawing is, uh, I think, the format that we've always kind wanted of it. always wanted it. But we just you you just workshop it until you finally get the right one. I have, this one feels this, this feels one feels good. a lot more fun because at the same time as we're having fun, we're also paying in a weird way homage to the culture or to whatever we're doing around uh, that subject. So yeah. like with Fortnite, you know, we edit it in a way this is going to be the, I would like that to kind of keep going where we kind of, you know, pay tribute to whatever we're doing, regardless of if we actually like it or not. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And, and like, I, I love the new format, like the sec, the segment with, Jack, Jack that's his perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's all and every bait. episode he's gonna make themed drinks for us. And, and, on, he, and if you're and if you're a Patreon member, uh, he posts the full recipe with a, like a cute little recipe card like on the Patreon. We got an artist to do like a nice drawing of each drink, as well as for each drunk drawing. There's always gonna be, I think, three Patreon uh, exclusives: uh, the recipe card. Um, so you can make the drink at home. So you can make the drink the at home. The full res versions of the drawings. The f- yep. And. And. Uh, an extra drawing. An extra clip. Uh, after the cameras, uh, after the episode ends, uh, we go and we do a, an additional drawing for Patreon. Yeah. And because it's Patreon, we can, you know, we don't really have to worry about censoring ourselves too much. And we can. The last one. You got nervous for the drawing of this one because you didn't want to step on anyone's toes. I did. I. I you didn't want to make. Jackson a, gave. You didn't want to make a Fortnite man mad. Jin, a, cer- a certain somebody associated with Fortnite, Jackson, gave him a lot of acne, and I, I, I might have removed it. <laughs> people are gonna, people are gonna get, be upset. Release the full version. You censored it. And then it's gonna be a huge deal when I release it, and then he's gonna see it and be like, <laughs> "What? What the fuck?" And Let, then block me. I don't. People can't post our content from Patreon. Yeah, that's true. Ninja would have to I pay mean, they, five bucks. Oh, two. <laughs> <laughs> five bucks ain't nothing to ninja also uh yeah but we do it we do an extra clip uh usually like five to ten minutes of uh a bonus drawing that yeah. we all work together on we also recently just put out the new q a video yeah new q a video on patreon and uh oh i i had an idea i wanted to run by you actually for future mailroom videos and i'm sure people will love this is uh because you know when making stop breathing out of your mouth. when we're making <laughs> our videos are very fast paced and cut up and we get a lot of mail that doesn't make it in the videos and that's because you know we're trying to be we're trying to be goofy oh and something Canadians. i, I want to say like i feel bad because the uh because we touched up uh this mail video it was um edited by prezzo so like he doesn't kind of this isn't a mistake on Prezzo's part at all. It's just uh, we I, either we didn't say or it's not in the video. Uh, we didn't uh, thank the people who sent us Tim's or really said thank you, but we didn't like address them directly. Oh, fuck. But uh, thank you. If you sent us Tim's fucking because that's expensive. I know it might have just gotten cut out. We finally got the Tim's. Yeah. And we have a lot of mail sitting right now for we're going to do another mail video next week. We're trying to actually get. So uh, they- Mail videos yeah. out like very frequently because uh, we used to just do it like every other month. But now that we were we're we're uh, currently building a more permanent mailroom set because right now we're filming in the recording room. Uh, but we have a lot of stuff on the way to build like a nicer set. Uh, and my idea for the mailroom thing is because we don't show a lot of the stuff we get because like people will send in like a little doodle of us or something. And if we put all of that in, it would be too long of a video and people for the mailrooms they're crazy so people usually just want to see like the insane stuff we get well, but like, i feel bad to, not and you have to that. cut it down to make it yeah. a cohesive like video but i feel bad not including that stuff because we genuinely appreciate it so i was thinking at the end of every mailroom we can 
do like a little thing where it's like a special thanks and we can show like all the fan art we got. Mm-hmm. All the like smaller things that didn't make it into like the the bit, like a little slideshow, is like yeah, like like with some music and like a special thanks and like thanking everyone that sent. It's like check out like the other stuff we got. Yeah, like, honestly, uh, I'm gonna tell Matt a secret real quick. Uh, well, Matt knows my secret now, so that's a hefty secret, man. Yeah, I can't believe you have not told me that before. Well, now you know. I do know, and it's. Honestly, I kind of wish you hadn't told me that because it does change my view of you. Sorry, not sorry. And the fact that you're not sorry about it is what's, I think, most alarming. Cry about it. I, I might, actually. This is very disturbing to find something out about my best friend like that. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo, boo-hoo. And the fact that you're treating this as some sort of joke. Stop. Stop doing the... He's what doing am a, I doing? What am doing I doing? doing a baby crying motion. But what is that? What does that even it? look like? It's ear... Go- like, wah, wah. What, is that, the, what does that you motion stuck, even look like? You stuck your bottom lip out. Yeah, you're doing it right now. Stop. And he's pretending to cry like a little baby. Don't do that, man. Maybe you're just looking in the mirror. Oh, fucking hell, man. Where, when's it going to stop? When's it going to fucking stop? <sighs> Who's calling me? I'm getting a call Your from sister? Ma- Malibu, California. I'm going to answer this. Sorry, guys. That was a call about... Uh... I have AIDS. That's basically <laughs> just to put it in layman's terms. It's uh, not a big deal, though. Uh, not anymore. It's... Perfectly treatable now. Yeah. There's no reason anyone should be terrified of, of the disease. No one should be scared of AIDS. But if but you should be you should definitely be upset if someone doesn't tell you they have it and, and you have relations Why? with them. Why? Because it's fucked up. It's like if you if But you yeah, have, but if it's perfectly treatable, like then if, why does it matter? Like if you have an ST like Well, like gonorrhea is treatable, but you, I, I don't I, think I just you would want to go go get checked. That's all. I just want to <clears throat> Oh okay. Just because some of the gags we do on Super Mega might have transmitted the AIDS. From your mouth? You know what gags I'm talking about. Oh. The ones that did. Yeah, we, yeah, 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 cut, yeah. We, the ones I know, I know, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yes, you don't have to fucking. Yes. Thank you. Good check, though. Um, yeah, well, I, I've, I've, I've been having a, a nice little week. I went, I saw Chapo Trap House live last night. Very, very funny fellas. They're the Patreon kings. I think they have the, best, the top Patreon out there. I've just been trying to knock movies down on my watch list. Yeah, recently. you've been watching hella movies, man. Yeah. You, what, how, what are you at on a letterbox? Uh, Go check out Ryan's letterbox account. He reviews oh, yeah. every fucking movie he's ever seen. Well, I, I, I've I've tried to collect all the movies I've ever seen. There's some, of course, that I'm missing because I either have escaped my mind Osmosis or I need Jones? to go through a list and find it. It's, it's on there. Damn. Okay. I, I tried to rate every movie to my recollection of like what I thought of it at the time. And the thing is, those ratings can change if I rewatch it and my opinion changes type of thing. But I do. I write. I started a little diary because I thought it would be nice starting in 2020. A little diary? Just, what are you, a five-year-old well, girl? It's called the diary in the app, and you can keep track of all the movies right you've seen. Right about the boys you have All the movies on. you've seen throughout the year, and I thought it was pretty nice that I can look back and say that I saw a double feature of 1917 and Delta Farce on the 1st of January with my friend Matt. That's, that is very sweet. I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been mean about that. But can, wait, I want to play a game. Okay, first of all, when I saw that you had done that many movies, I was... I was astonished. I was because like, I want to keep track of everything I've ever watched, and then have a long list. Like for this is the ratings. You, the ratings are for me personally. Yeah, and, and if and if I like if I was at gunpoint and someone gave me a pen and paper and was like write down uh, a Wait, thousand, you movies. go through all the lists that you um, 
like the, you can make lists and just go through it and that's how I added a lot of the movies I'm like I remember that I watched that I watched oh that, so you didn't just that. like think of each movie off the top no no, no 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 okay that's what I thought you did and I was like, I was <laughs> no. like you're a machine dude no uh, so I can can I can I name a movie and see if it's on there okay sure Rugrats in Paris uh hold on Rugrats in Paris it is on there so you already reviewed it yeah well I rated it yes you rated it yeah yeah fuck man I'm gonna give you a real obscure one okay, okay. uh Hold on, let me think. Did you ever watch Meet Dave, the Eddie Murphy movie where there's a bunch of little... No. Damn it. I saw bits Norbit. Is Norbit on there? Of course Norbit's on there. Good, good. What'd you give Norbit? <laughs> You're not going to like what I gave Norbit. Hey, it's your opinion. I gave it a star. It's but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, when I rate something, even half a star to a star, like, that doesn't mean that I can't... Like, I, like, I personally enjoy sometimes, like, really shitty movies... But, like, I would never recommend these. Like, I wouldn't recommend to the average person, like, it being realistic. Like, I think Delta Farce is hilarious, but I think it's because of the environment I grew up with. And it's also because of our humor. We connect with it because it's f- just stupid funny. Not not that we actually think the comedy's funny, but we think that... The, the, gay, the, the gay panic comedy's really funny. Yes, it's hilarious. But, like, I would never recommend that to, like, my friend's... To be like, oh my god, dude, you should you should watch Delta Farce. It's actually pretty funny, dude. Like I would I wouldn't do that. that, that I, I enjoy it in my own right. That's a movie where you get high with your friends and watch it because of how bad yeah. it is. That's not like a legitimate. When you saw it in theaters too, right? Oh yeah. Fuck and it. people, I love, I love that you saw that in theater. Wasn't it for your birthday? Yeah, I think so. I think my dad <laughs> took me for my. birthday. You always every every time like Sharkboy and Lava Girl. I saw for my birthday. Oh, I, I saw I that. Saw a click for my birthday. I saw it in theaters with my dad. My dad fell asleep. I remember <laughs> looking over. He's asleep with his little cardboard 3D glasses on. <laughs> Yeah, but if if y'all want to follow my letterbox, it's just Eli Ryan, same as my Twitter handle, Eli Ryan McGee. And uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing I will preface is that I I first, like the way I rate things are more for me personally, so I can keep track of movies that stood out to me and that I would like go back and watch or that I really enjoy. I guess that's what everyone's personal rating is. So two is not a horrible score. Neither yeah, okay. is neither is three. I was I was I'm actually curious about this. Um, okay, because I, I saw how you were rating movies, and I had some discussion with Jackson in the car about your rating system. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I I think most people would be like two stars is a really bad score. Mm-mm. Can you can you explain your rating system? So my little? rating system is like anything like just kind of like mediocre or bad. I will give. So you're very sparing with fives, though. I will give. Yes, okay. I will give like a one or a half star. Like half star is essentially like I don't. I would not recommend this at all. And one star is like. Can you give zero stars? Uh, no. Otherwise, so half know, half is half is the worst. But uh, and then two stars like there are more positives than negatives, you know, in this movie. But for me, I didn't gel with it, and so like I wasn't like excited or I wasn't like. Uh, Totally entranced by the experience. So three stars is pretty good then. Then th- yeah, three is like a lot of like three are movies that I w- once you hit three, that's like a definite recommendation. I would recommend someone watch that because I enjoyed it or I thought it was good technically, uh, and that uh, meant more to me than like I don't know. It's just uh, and then four are like great movies to me, like really great movies that stood out, and then fives are just kind of like my personal bag of I could watch this over and over. I went and through. Over I looked at your again, fives. I think they're then I also think they're amazing. And they're I, not I in any way a guilty pleasure. I agreed with almost all your fives. I think. I, I remember I was I was out at dinner and I was looking through your letterbox and I was well, like, and and a part of my five system thing is is like. Four, four and four and a halfs can turn to fives upon rewatches, but it's not a few movies right off the gate. Will I give a five because I, I, I want to rewatch it. 
because with Parasite at first, it was probably like, like I loved it. I loved it 100%. But then upon rewatch, it made me love it more and solidify mm. like everything. Uh, my opinions about it. Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> I never saw it. Oh, you didn't see Zero Dark Thirty? No. I guess someone's on America. <laughs> I'm you see American Sniper? I did. Is, did you review it? Uh-oh. Or did, rate it? did I rate it? Uh-oh. Hold on, let's see. Ryan, you know anything below a four is gonna <laughs> is not patriotic. People are gonna hate my review like my rating for it. Oh, I gave it two stars. Two stars. Yeah. Okay. I th- I thought it was like So on par with Norbit. No, so Norbit Nor So you're saying a story <laughs> about one of the greatest American heroes of our time. Is just is just the same as as Eddie Murphy's Norbit. Well, they fucking bullshit a lot of it, a lot of shit in the movie too. Didn't he kill in the movie? In the movie's kind of like your typical, just kind of like war movie. Not typical war it's Clint movie. Clint Eastwood, right? Yeah, it's Clint Eastwood. Hey, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood does good work. He pulled his support for Donald Trump and, and I gave, gave it to Norb- Mike Bloomberg. And I gave Norbit one star. Thank you very much. Oh, I thought you gave it two. No way. So it's just it's a little bit better than than Norbit. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's definitely like, like, better than Norbit, but Norbit is also like Norbit's a good fucking. Did you okay? Uh, Mike Love. I, I, I'm 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 a huge fan of Norbit. Otherwise, and sorry, I'm a huge fan of Eddie Murphy. Otherwise, maybe Norbit would have been a half star. But Mike, I, I I still think Eddie Murphy's an entertaining man. To oh, watch. Eddie Murphy's fantastic. Uh, but let, let me let me actually let me show you something real quick. Um, I might have told you this before. Uh, okay, Brian Wilson. Um. Brian Wilson, who is the 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 lead singer of the Beach Boys, okay, has stated on record many times that his favorite movie is Norbit. Huh, interesting. So like when you watch Norbit just be like, yeah, the the Beach Boys, like the singer of the Beach Boys. Yeah. I don't like when I a part of me also feels a bit <laughs> sad that I didn't keep the letterbox private <laughs> and just like to myself. I get that cuz uh the moment I, I think people really moment, enjoy it though. The moment I like made it public, there were like some messages where it's just like, like I won't get anyone on why they rated a movie a certain rating because that's their personal. What's well, the thing? It's an opinion. You can't get mad about it. But like it, people started getting upset with me about. Well, when we have Fantano on the podcast, you can talk to him about that because he's kind of the the king of because people would always attack him in shape for rating he gave. And I I disagree with a lot of Anthony Fantano's reviews. Yeah. I mean, there's some like people like where like I'll see the review and I'm just like, but it's his I, I, I disagree with it, but like yeah. I can't I can't change the I'm way they saw it. I'm not gonna get mad about it. Yeah, it's 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 just like their view. Let me read this real quick. Of Norbit, his review of Norbit interviewer says, "Have you seen any good movies lately?" And uh, Brian Wilson says, "Well, I've only seen one in the last couple of years. <laughs> it's called Norbit by Eddie Murphy. How did you like it? <gasps> Fantastic movie. Very funny." So what's your favorite movie? Norbit. <laughs> Beach Boys. His favorite movie's Norbit. I fucking love it. Terry Crews is in Norbit, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He plays the the big uh the the older brother, the brother right? Yeah. yeah. And I remember uh Maybe I hope I'm we're not mixing. No, 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 because he's, like, he's like the construction David, whatever worker, his right? name is. Michael, what's his name? I'm pretty sure it's Terry Crews. Yeah. And uh I think it's Terry Crews. I, I remember I don't remember a lot about that movie, but I do remember there's a part where he he asks for the the breasts of the chicken, and they put on his plate and it just looks like tits. And I remember that part was always made me like, it's not a bad movie. It's not a horrible. I need to rewatch. It. I mean, it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie, yes, but it's it's kind of like a guilty pleasure. Uh, Norbit's yeah. a very lovable character. He he's got a lot of heart <laughs> just, to him. I just like it. It it just movies like that. It's like are a so Gump. 
early 2000s and like Norbit is not going to be made today or it couldn't be financed today and released like, you know, it couldn't be a wide release, you know, and like for Eddie Murphy being behind it was just interesting, especially with Meet Dave. But he's apparently he's coming back. Dude, I remember Norbit. I remember the water slide scene. They so what they did was because uh, Eddie Murphy plays the yes the, the woman right uh huh but they used a uh, an actually large woman to uh, and they they put his face over it nine uh, percent on Rotten Tomatoes but Google users said ninety one percent liked this movie while Rotten Tomatoes says nine percent Metacritic twenty seven IMDb four out of ten I mean there are movies that like I I believe like one can like that are bad you know. I mean, yeah, you can like any movie you want. You know, it's it's always your uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s in Norbit. Is what? he? I forgot that. Cat uh, Williams. Uh, that's a pretty, pretty big, pretty big. Is the Nutty Professor just all, like? Does Eddie Murphy just like dressing up as fat people? <laughs> you know. Oh my god! I can't. Be- Dude, I'll go back and I'll like tweak things just because it's like there's so much to keep track of. I was like. How did I not? How have I not had Kangaroo Jack on my liked movies list? It's not. I, I, no. I, well, I just. Oh, okay. I just. I just liked it. I need because in my head I was like, I have to. Like I was thinking of like, oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I went. Have like, you written a review for it or just rated? No, it? that's deserving a review. Maybe if I rewatch it, I think. But I only. I think I'm just gonna review. I'm not gonna go back and review What'd you all give of it? this shit. What'd you give it? Oh, I mean, you're not gonna like what I gave. Did you give it. it two. I think so. Hold on. It's definitely a two movie for me. I, I I can agree with a two on that one. Okay. Like, yeah, I gave it two. I don't I don't believe it's worthy. Like if we're talking about cinema, I don't yeah. believe it's worthy of anything higher than that. But two. Well, is, my reviews are kind of like a mix of what I think of it as a film and what I f- felt while watching it. Like because I can think something like you know you you can look at something and objectively say that is well made, but then it just didn't click with you. Yes, and I, and I feel like it's like classical music, for example. I'm not a big fan of classical music. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never liked it, but like, it's it it's beautiful objectively. Yeah. It's it's I think because like the how intricate it is in in the laws of music that go into it and uh, how complicated it is. Like objectively, it's you can say that it's very it's good music. It's good, it's good. Yeah, I don't like it though. I don't so, find so like in it. if you were to rate like a classical album, you would. Kind of like if you thought like they were talented and they did everything good, the production's there, you wouldn't still give it just like a a one star because you th- because you don't like classical music. I feel like if you were to rate a classical album, you'd still like have to be like, okay, I'd give it like a two or three. Which, which is interesting, which it makes me almost wish there was like a, a review system where you could preview both, right? Yeah. Like how you felt about it, but then how you, you see think it. it really is. Yeah. You know? Um, but I think it's best to kind of mix the two, yeah, because then it's, it's, your a, it's a more personal yeah, kind of explanation of things. Because sometimes, you know, you don't like a movie, and then you go and rewatch it, and you'll be like, okay, that's why I didn't like it. Because you're because when you're seeing a movie for the first time, you're you're just kind of taking in all the all this new information. Same with like Parasite. I remember the first time I watched it was. But crazy. then once you know it, you can come back. And yeah, you can come back and be like, oh, that's interesting. Ooh, I like that. I really. Uh, I wish there was like a letterbox for music. I'd love to do that. There's, um, there's, there's, I've been listening to, I've listened to him forever, but I've been listening to a lot of Home Shake recently because he, um, I've just been listening like through his, his album discography. Yeah. Cause I've, I've, 
I've listened for. I wonder why there isn't that for music. Yeah. And then if you could link your Spotify, like you albums. could instantly play. Oh, shit. that'd be sick. Looks like we might have to make that. <laughs> Don't steal our ideas, <laughs> computer science yeah. majors. But uh, but thank uh yeah. Uh, yeah. I just this is the end of I want this to be the end of the letterboxed conversation. I'd prefer to keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, but I, I, I review things like pretty much every week, yeah, multiple times out. usually. So Ryan Ryan's been seeing hell of I, I I enjoy it. It's a it's oh, like, did you review it's, I think it's my favorite I did review house. We haven't talked about house. Oh we didn't. House. We uh Do you know what I gave house? What'd you give house? What do you think I gave house? Three. I gave it four stars. Four? You gave yeah. it a four? Good. I good. loved it. I Fucking okay, so Matt. Oh no! I spilled a you drink. You spilled your fucking drink on the carpet of all places. I know. So Matt invited me to go see House because I've never seen it, and on I'm, its original thirty-five millimeter. Yeah, and I and I sorry, I'm cleaning while I'm talking. I never have seen it, and I don't know. It, I don't know what it is about my taste, but I usually don't like movies that are kind of uh, trashy, campy. I guess like you think of like Evil Dead or Brain Dead, like I think they're somewhat fun, but like I don't personally like them. Yeah. This one, I think that had this extra element and the editing wild is is not only wild, but just the editing of how they edited the scenes together is is I don't want to say genius, but it it's is, just, it is. I would say it's it's, it's so ahead of its time comedically. So, like where it's like you could be watching this and like I would think that this is a YouTube is like some dude who made a comedic YouTube video using an old horror movie. But it's it's, it's, like it's it is its movie. own movie. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a it's a Japanese horror movie from the 70s. It, it's not even really a horror movie. It's well, it is, but it, it's it's a horror comedy. It's a horror comedy. Yeah. It, and it's. It's the acting and the editing. But not like the, scary movie, horror, horror comedy. Horror comedy. <laughs> horror comedy. Yeah. Well, there's breasts in it. I guess or, you could say it's a horror comedy. <laughs> it's fantastic, though. It's on the Criterion Collection. I recommend everyone go watch it. It is. It is. It's a, weird. It is. It's I, I say it's it's so fucking good. I'm glad. because I enjoyed I, it. Uh, the Tucker Bros showed it to me uh, back in like 2017. You were sitting next to me. I was laughing a good bit. Yeah, you were. And and I was very other ex- people were laughing in the theater too much. They were laughing a little bit too much. I, I agree. But uh, I was very excited for you to see because I didn't know what you would think. And and at the end you turned to me and you were like, I fucking love that. <laughs> oh, yes! dude. I'm glad you liked it, man. It was so I have it on good. DVD. It was so. I'm glad that was my first experience with it too. And I want to watch. It, I want to watch it again, like just because it's it's one of those things where like if if. If you're going to judge everything like it's like Citizen Kane, of course, it's not you're not going to think the story's there compared to. But like for me, like as a movie and what it showed, like it 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 had a vision. And I and from what I could see, it executed that vision perfectly. Can I be honest? What? I never really cared for Citizen Kane. I don't like Kane. Citizen Kane. I think I, I don't I think I gave it a, a very bad review. It's just one of those movies where it's like, oh, this is the movie. And then I watch it and I'm like. Yeah, maybe for like the 30s or whenever it I'm, came out. I'm like that even with, uh, let me. Oh, Rosebud. Hold on, I'm going to look. Like, it's not a bad movie, but. I, it's no, just, it's, I mean, it's, it's not, important. I'm not interested in it. I don't have any interest. <laughs> I watched it in high school and I was just like, okay. I, I gave it two and a half stars, so. Hmm, okay. I don't know. Like, but yet Norbit. It's, Norbit. It's, <laughs> it's a great movie. Like, Citizen Kane is great for like what it is. And it's just like one of those. Maybe it's the genre I'm not particularly keen to. There's a lot of movies I feel bad for not liking, and well, that like I'll, I'll look up I'll look up boring. the general reviews and I'll be like, fuck, maybe I'm just. It could just because I'm I'm not getting it. And I'm stupid. That could I, be and I thing. could I and I, I don't want to 
piss off any film bros because I'm sure that by me saying Citizen Kane is boring, is a, that that it raised, is boring. That raised the blood pressure of quite a few individuals out there. That's just my opinion of it. And you know, I'm pro. I could. It's a be fine wrong. movie. I just, I, I, I don't think I'll ever watch it again unless I'm older. And I'll be like, was it, was it boring? And then I'll watch it and be like, yes. I started watching a, <laughs> a Song of the South. Interesting watch, Matt. Um, I've never, I've never seen it all the way through. Well, it's it's locked up in Disney's vault, and and one night uh, I was at home, we were drinking, we we're like talking about how ridiculous that movie is, and we we're like, all right, let's let's see what this movie like really is about. So uh, we put it on, watched about forty five minutes, and turned it off. It's boring. It's really boring. It's like it's like an actually just slow, boring movie with a lot of racism. I find a lot of a lot of racism. Older movies, just when they're kind of getting their feet off the ground and stuff, in terms of how they want cinema to be. I don't. I don't. I don't think I'm a fan of older movies too much. I'll watch them. Like there, there are a lot of older movies that I love, um, but that I think go harkens more to the kind of Buster Keaton realm of older movies. Like I like. I like uh, Keaton Jones. <laughs> but no, Buster. You know who Buster Keaton is? Yeah. Um, you know who but, Keaton Jones is? No. Sorry. Remember the kid that got bullied and <laughs> No. Is it the kid online who who got a bunch of celebrities? Yeah, Keaton Is Jones. that Keaton Jones? Yeah, remember? He was like crying. Is that Keaton and Jones? And everyone was making fun of him the way he looked. Yeah. Is that Keaton Jones? That's Keaton Jones, bro. Is it? Look up Keaton Jones, man. Okay, I'm looking up Keaton Jones. I don't know what that little what that little dude's up to these days. Oh, that Keaton Jones. I was thinking of the more recent guy. Oh, know? that turned out he was like an adult and he, or like and he's like flexing with like money and stuff and Did, all those pictures. I, I think I th- I don't think it's a scam. I don't know. Keaton. I don't want to say anything. Well, more like Skeeton Jones. <laughs> but what was I saying? Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you with, with Keaton Jones talk. Uh, fuck, you were talking about... Um, fucking hell, dude. You were talking about Buster Keaton era movies. How oh, like movies how that... in terms of like old movies, like those movies are what impresses me because not only are they, they fun to watch, they're, they're entertaining... They they have a plot you can follow, blah, blah, blah. But, like, technically, it's impressive of, like, what he did. It's like that – watching that is kind of like watching old-school jackass. <laughs> and I know that that's weird. Like, oh, compare the jackass stunts to Buster Keaton. But Buster Keaton was doing all this crazy shit for real. Like, he could have died. He got seriously injured doing these stunts. Three Stooges actually – I mean, not comparable, but Three Stooges uh, – is also entertaining. Got really hurt on a lot of occasions, like bro- like broken ribs, but still kept shooting like yep. the same shot. Like I watched a compilation of like times they actually got hurt. Um, and, and there's like one where he falls off a fucking ladder and like breaks <laughs> his ribs, but like keeps the keeps going. And I'm like, damn. Um, Song of the South. I, I think it's funny how you know Disney locked it away for obvious reasons. Yet it's one of their most popular rides is based on it and is still. Because I remember as a kid going on uh, Splash Mountain. And uh, being like, you, I, I, don't, haven't, I, I don't know these characters. Yeah, like, who are these characters? Who's and then you Rabbit? see them in Song of the South. And then uh, <laughs> also Zippity, like right when you walk into Disney, it's they, they play Zippity Doodah in the Magic Kingdom. And it's like, that's also from Song of the South. So it's like, they locked it away, but they still, it was prominent at the parks. Interesting. They should remake Song of the South. No. Reparations version, <laughs> you know? <sighs> Sorry, I'm just so. Do we do we even talk about the Oscars yet? Is this the first podcast we've recorded since my ass surgery? Yes, it is. Oh, we haven't recorded a podcast in a while because we we backlogged them because I was I was having surgery. Okay, just, my ass is better now. I'm all real good. quick. 
Hurrah for Parasite! Yes. Thank God. Fucking I well was, earned. We were all ecstatic when that happened. We jumped up. We were screaming. Well, that's that's Super Mega's reaction to Bong Joon Ho. Uh, what this this year? I almost called fun. him Bong Joon Ho. Bong, bong hole. <laughs> bong. Uh, what if, uh, from South Korea? What the hell was that? Give me more Gone with the Wind. We need Gone with the Wind. The first half of American History X. Great movies. I don't like even the, think Trump saw Parasite. No, it's just. Like, I don't like, even think he saw most of the movies that came out this year. I don't think he watches movies. <laughs> I highly doubt Trump watches movies, unless they some somewhat have to do with him. Probably. What's with What's with the South Korean director coming in and 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 and, and making movies, huh? Wait, what's what the hell is that? Apparently, he had a he had a he had a movie on Netflix, so so he. Ugh. He started being becoming popular in, in in the Western Eye, both due to how fucking epic his movies are and in in tone and how different and weird they are, and also through through help of other directors' acclaim that are also Amer- that are American. That's weird. My favorite part was just like, "How about Gone with the Wind?" And everyone's like, "What?" You know, you know, like most of those people probably have seen Gone with the Wind once in their elementary school like class. That's why I watched it was when I was a little kid. I remember it's like three hours, isn't it? Yeah, it's really the, long. The only time I watched Sound of Music was in the music class, and I never, I, I don't, I just don't take a liking to like Mary Poppins Sound no, of I'm, Music like, type chitty, of shit. Chitty chitty bang bang. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. not really into that shit. That it's shit's not just my like, thing. It's, it's whimsical, I yes, but it, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't win me away. I'm but not. like, here's the thing: I do enjoy Wizard of Oz. I like watching Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Is, is very is, is a lot more of a story, I think, than like Mary Poppins. Or it's, it's, in a, <laughs> yeah. it's in a mystical land, and there's a talking lion and a Tin it's, Man. I was scared of that movie for a lot. I was like, the wizard is the lion scary? The Tin Man looks scary. Tin Man is freaky. Then when you like the rumors of the gay? of the of the Munchkin who hung himself. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's classic. Is the Tin Man like gay? Is that like confirmed? I don't know. Because for some reason, I just have this thing in my head like. It's, the it's always been like gay. the Tin Man's gay. I always thought the Scarecrow would be more gay than the Tin Man. Oh, you know why I think that? Because there was a Family Guy gag about it, <laughs> about the Tin Man being gay. And I guess that just like worked its way deep into Maybe my the brain. the actor was gay and Family Guy was just making fun of the gay actor. I don't know. Uh, I could see Family Guy. Well, like, well, it's the I hope. I hope his estate doesn't sue me. I am not gay. Well, Here. he's dead. The guy who played the Tin Man. He's, tin- lo- he's dead. I searched Tin Man gay and a bunch of Korean videos came up. I'm gonna look up Scarecrow Gay. Oh, I'll look up Family Guy, Tin Man. Uh, cause that that should definitely get this up, get the the results I'm looking for. I just got this. Monsters made me gay. Scarecrow Gangbang. <laughs> Hank Wilder. Dude, yo, we need to read that if that's a book. <laughs> sorry, I'm just uh, sorry. I'm going through a, a compilation of Family Guy, Wizard of Oz, uh, bits. I'm just trying to. Real quick. I didn't imagine this. What? The gay tin man thing. I can't find the clip online. Uh, was it not was it not like robot chicken? No, it was definitely family guy. Uh I'm I'm serious. Hold on. Jackson. Jack we watched a lot of family. Because like it's it, it ends with like the tin man in bed with another man and he's like, I like something he says some line about being like well oiled or something. Hold on a second. This is important. Jackson, can you come here real quick? Hi. I have a very important question to ask you. Damn, dude. Hour 17. Very important question. Hold on. I'm getting Jackson here to answer this. Jackson. Yeah? 
you've watched a lot of Family Guy as well. And I, re- I, I, I remember a bit, uh, a specific bit that I can't find any evidence on online. And I want you to know if you remember this too. It's a bit about the Tin Man being gay. And yeah. he's like in bed with a man and he makes a comment about like being well oiled or something. Th- that sounds so familiar. Like I didn't imagine that. No. People in the comments, well, please. People always make jokes about the Tin Man was gay. Okay. It wasn't an original bit. Wait, wait, wait. So, I mean, he, I just look, brought up, you I looked thought up Tin, Tin Man, Man gay. gay, but you couldn't find anything. I thought he was, I, something deep rooted in my head was like, oh, the Tin Man. The Mandela gay. effect? Well, Is this well, the Mandela they effect? The joke on Arrested Development 2 and like a few other things. Let me see. <sighs> was the Tin Man gay? <laughs> was the Tin Man gay in Family Guy? It was about ah. 10 hours. Yeah, right here. What? Family Guy, Tin Man. Maybe. No, no. See, there's several Tin Man bits, and I watched a compilation of them, but none of them were the gay one. Let me, let me Google it. I can see how much Seth MacFarlane must love. Uh, no, wait a minute. I can't call the police. I have to get rid of the Unlike consoles, Stadia doesn't take up any space. Oh, this? There's no bed, but he just... No, no, there's the... Well, that, that is a gay Tin Man joke. That's but there, the one there, I remember. There is one where he's in bed with, like, a guy. Man, Ryan, I was just thinking that. I'm positive. So bad. Well, that's how you evolve. Like when a tin man found out he was gay. I mean, that's the... That's not the bit. But... <sighs> this is the one I remember. This is the classic Family Guy gay tin man bit from nine years ago. Bye.